Wingman Nation. Welcome to the Wingman Men's Moment Podcast. This is your host, John Delaney, hanging at the hangar with Pastor Jay Dennis and Randy Ferreira, co-founders of Wingman Nation. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, John. Hello, Good John. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Kind of quiet this morning, huh? Ah. It's September. Is it? Is it starting to get cool yet? You know, I felt a little bit bit of fall in the air the other day. Yeah, the yeah. other night. Yeah, I did too. It felt got, good. It got down to like 71, which yeah. is like, wow, versus 81, you know, at, at 730, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. At we night. welcome it. Well, we are continuing on and we're getting close to the end of uh, actually of end of season three of our uh, podcast. And we are uh, still on 31 Life Lessons from David's Mighty Men. This is a great uh, series that we've been doing. Uh, it's funny that it aligns with what I've been going through at church. The, mm. the pastor's been preaching on it. And uh, actually, we're looking at similar places on uh, in the Bible. So today we're looking at First uh, Chronicles twelve uh, verses thirty three and thirty eight, and today's lesson is called "Have a Single Purpose." And brother Randy, you going to take it away today? Very good morning, morning, Randy. Good to see you too. So yeah, so today we're talking about having a single purpose from David's mighty men and the, and the uh, examples that he's given us there. So I'll read First Chronicles twelve thirty three. 38, and then we'll uh, rock and roll. <laughs> so it says, from Zebulun, experienced soldiers prepared for battle with every type of weapon to help David with undivided loyalty. 50,000. Yes. 50,000 to be exact. All these were fighting men who volunteered to serve in the ranks. They came to Hebron, or Hebron. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> fully determined to make David king over all of Israel. All the rest of the Israelites were also of one mind to make David king. And that's First Chronicles 12, 33 and 38. So David's mighty men, they, it, they possessed a single purpose. To follow their leader David and do anything to, to protect, him, protect him and assist him. Their clear purpose motivated them to continue regardless of the cost to them personally. And that part of what we have to do as men, you know, from from God's perspective is that uh, keeping that one purpose in line, that purpose was was bigger than them. And each of each person, each mighty man understood it. And like the Apostle Paul, they could say, this one thing I do, and that's from Philippians three thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Not not these fifty thousand things I dabble in, but this right. one thing I do, and focus on that. As a Christian man, you possess a purpose, and that purpose is to follow and please the Lord Jesus Christ, regardless of the price tag. You get up every morning knowing that God is at work wherever you go, and He wants you to be a part of it. How exciting is that? Amazing. The Christian life is the most exciting, challenging, adventurous, uncomfortable life you could ever live. (laughs) God's purpose for you is to influence your world in His direction, regardless of where you are or whom you are with. I was reading an article the other day, and it says purposelessness is increasing male suicides. Listen, it says in his book of Boys and Men, researcher Richard Reeves writes, men are much more likely to commit suicide than women. 
This is a worldwide, long-standing pattern, Reeves quotes an article from 2019 in Harper's Magazine that talked about the sense of purposelessness among the modern men. The author of the article states, several of my male friends struggle with addiction and depression or other conditions that could be named, but the more common complaint was something vaguer, a quiet desperation that, if I were forced to generalize, seemed to stem from a gnawing sense of purposelessness. Another study on male suicides tracked the words or phrases that men who have attempted suicide most often use to describe themselves. At the top of the list were two words, useless and worthless. Interesting. You know, if you don't have a purpose that is bigger than you are, you really don't have a motivation to get out of bed in the Mm -hmm. morning. So what is that one purpose that that drives you, that motivates you to keep going right. regardless of the challenges? Yeah. That's what we want to zero in on. And it's interesting because as men, we always think of, okay, what is my purpose? And when you're not a Christian man, and even when you are, you think more of the worldly purposes. Well, right. I've got to make sure I save for my college, my kid's college. Mm-hmm. I've got to make sure I can earn a living to pay for our house and our car and get food on the table for the family. And then in the meantime, try to, you know, make sure I keep my wife happy and the kids go, they got to go to, you know, all this stuff. You're thinking at that particular time, that's your purpose. Right. You know, and then as you age and the kids grow up, there's a different purpose. All along, not realizing or recognizing, yes, that's all part of our purpose in life, but we have to do this purposeful stuff. Honoring God That's right. all the time in all areas of our life. And if we're doing that, then I think the sort of, and I don't want to use the word mundane of real life, mm-hmm. but it kind of is, of, of things we have to do that we try to find purpose in, right. feels different. It does. And I think less, more and more guys would feel less purposeless. Yes. That's a tough word. It's a tough tough word. Purposelessness. (laughs) If they related it to all of this I'm doing for God and I need to honor God and all I'm doing with this. That's the driving force. So how do we get guys to to realize that, mm-hmm. to understand that. It's not just guys, it's everyone, you know, but we're focusing on the men, of course, with right. David's Mighty Men. But how do we get guys on finding and feeling that collaborative single purpose? Yeah. You know, honoring God in everything we do. So yes. during this podcast, we always try to give some truths on how to focus on the topic that we're talking about and, you know, single purpose, focusing on God. We're going to give you mm-hmm. five truths today. Um, there's more, we're sure of it, but we've, we got five of the most purposeful, uh, truths to yep. have in, 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 focusing on that single purpose of honoring God. So number one, your purpose in life is to glorify God in all you do. And we kind of just said that Yes. everything that we do, we have to try to think, okay, did that just glorify God? Or can, how can I glorify God in, in that? Right. Even, like you said, the mundane things, the routine things, everything we do has to have that driving force of, I am doing this to honor God. Mm-hmm. I am doing this to glorify God. That 
begins to put a whole new perspective on everything you do. It does. And how are my actions doing that, right. showing the glorif- glorification of God? That's right. And when you think through that, boy, that's a, that's a big one. It so is. Here's a, here's a little story. At a church camp, the speaker was talking about how God has a purpose for everything in his creation. He explained that there were reasons for dirt, <laughs> wind, trees, animals, even cockroaches. Yeah, the purpose of oh, those is wow. to step on them <laughs> and do it to glorify God. I did, I did that yesterday morning before Kill I left cockroaches. the house. <laughs> <laughs> and left it there yes. for Sean to pick up. <laughs> and by the way, in that Spanish, it's cucaracha. Cucaracha. Um, <laughs> so one of the children raised his hand to ask a question. If everything God has made has a purpose, why did he make poison ivy? <laughs> oh. Hmm. Well, that really stumped the speaker till one of the children made a suggestion. God made poison ivy because he wanted us to know that there are some things we should keep our grubby little hands off. <laughs> oh. uh, a purpose. Yes, a purpose. And, that, and I think you could probably think of a lot of other things that yeah. that would be a good purpose mm-hmm. for too. But but things are certain. There are certain things we must keep our hands off, of course, because they don't glorify God. That's and that's a, probably a good example of that. But mm. but uh, number two, your purpose is to influence people in a Jesus ward direction wherever we go. That's it. Another way of putting it, yes. Right. We want to remind people that there is a God, there is a Jesus, He is real, and He is more than just an historical figure. He's someone that lives within our lives. That's right. So number three, your purpose motivates you to keep going, even when it's difficult. Listen to this. At the age of seven, he had to go to work to help support his family. At nine, his mother died. At 22, he lost his job as a store clerk. At 23, he went into debt and became a partner in a small store. At 26, his partner died, leaving him a huge debt. Hmm. By the age of 35, he had been defeated twice when running for a seat in Congress. At the age of 37, he won the election. At 39, he lost his reelection bid. At 41, his four-year-old son died. At 42, he was rejected for a land officer role. 45, at 45, he ran for the Senate and lost. At 47, he was defeated for the nomination for vice president. At 49, he ran for Senate again and lost again. At the age of 51, he was elected president of the United States. During his second term of office, he was assassinated, but his name lives on among the greats in U.S. history who is that? Abraham Lincoln. Interesting. You keep going regardless of the challenges, guys. Yes. yes. Keep moving forward. Um, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So number four is your purpose will only be observed in your actions. And we mentioned that earlier. You know, if you right. know that your purpose is to glorify God right. in your life and everything you're doing, you're going to take a little harder look at the way you do things. That's right. And then purposely do those understanding that you're glorifying God and God is watching and so are others. And that your purpose is to help influence others towards leading that life for the Lord. That's right. Through your actions, through your speak, through the things that you do. and, uh, and, And that's part of the purpose to be observed in your actions. And number five... 
Your purpose allows you to simplify your priorities. I like that. I like that too. It allows you to to simplify by making God first, and we talked about this as our priorities, mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. God first, then our wife, then our children. Really, if God is first, then all these other things will fall into place. They do. They do. Just put God first. Matthew 6, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will fall into place. All these other things they will give you. That's right. <clears throat> we like stories, so I'm going to read you another story. <clears throat> Excuse me. In Greyhound Racing, dogs are trained to chase a mechanical fur rabbit that goes along the track in front of them. The speed of the rabbit is controlled by a man in the press box who keeps the rabbit just in front of the dogs. Mm. Oh, I'd like to be have that little trigger. Come mm-hmm. on, guys. Come on. <laughs> One time in Florida, everyone was ready for the big race. The starting gun went off with a bang. The man in the press box pushed his lever. The cages opened and the dogs took off. But just as the rabbit ran around the first bend, an electrical short caused it to stop explode and burst into flames. No longer having a rabbit to chase, the dogs had no idea what to do. (laughs) Some of them laid down on the track. Two ran into a wall and broke some ribs. (laughs) Sounds like you, John, on Friday night. One chased his tail. And some howled at the spectators. Not a single dog finished the race. Interesting. (laughs) So God has placed in every person the desire for him and anything else or less than him, we will not be fulfilled. So um, it's it's interesting. It is. To yeah. think through that. Solomon said in the book of Ecclesiastes that God has placed eternity in our hearts. Uh, it's like a God-shaped vacuum, a God-shaped blank that is within every human being, and you try to fill it with things and money and possessions and relationships, but here's the issue. Only God can fill that blank. Only God can give you the purpose that you're looking for. But when you invite Jesus Christ to come into your heart, you have this amazing purpose of living for Him. And not only do you get the benefit of living for him now and all the joy and peace that brings, you get heaven too. Mm-hmm. Heaven there's, too. There's a song a yeah. about the God-shaped uh, space. It was in, um, yeah. remember the movie Liar, Liar? Yeah. Jim Carrey? Love yes. That. Love that movie. Great movie. But there's a, there I could have got a 10. But there's a, there's a song in that movie about the God, a God-shaped space that, yes. that he was trying to fill with everything else, you know? And, and I love going back to that last number five, yeah. that it's simple. It's not, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the whole idea is to simplify your priorities. And when you simplify your priorities, yeah. everything falls into place so nicely. It you know? does. Don't make it harder than it is. Right. And if you don't believe it, try, try it. it. Try it. That's try good. it. What do you have to lose? Try right. it. You'll like God, it. God will honor that. He and will. You're honoring him in everything that you do and you That's put it. these priorities in place. God will honor it back. He will definitely do that. Well, buddy. There's a prayer that we like to include in each one of these. So, Randy, why don't you why don't you share that prayer? I will do that. Uh, Lord, in a world of distractions, I ask you to help me to keep the single-minded focus of living my life to please you 
and to influence as many people as possible toward a relationship with you. Very simple. Yes. Very That's simple. A good sample prayer that we we should we should all use. Yeah. And uh, and God will not forsake us. He will honor that. If you're honoring him in your life every day. That's right. Guys, he will honor it back. He will do it. So guys have that single-minded purpose of glorifying God from the time you get up to the time you go to bed. Make it all about him and you're going to find joy, peace, and fulfillment. You're going to find significance mm. and not Good word. a feeling of worthlessness are being without purpose. purpose. We love that you're listening to our podcast, and uh, I pray that you'll share with other people as well to hear these words and be encouraged by these words, because I know you know of someone that needs to hear these podcasts. A lot of wonderful things are coming up, a new podcast uh, coming very soon, lots of new resources. So thank you for, for praying for Wingman Nation. We want every man to be a wingman. Amen. But until then, wingman out. <laughs>